1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose, or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app, and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Today's video is sponsored by Voxy, the pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited data for as little as £10 a month. Get a £20 reward by signing up today using the link in the description and stop eating your data away while on the move. Voxy has got you covered. With unlimited social media, unlimited video, and what's more, all Voxy plans come with 5G ready so you can get back to watching your favourite YouTube channel. Link is in the description to sign up now. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus Podcast with me, Castle, Jamie Lawler and Zach Woods. Good afternoon, boys. How are you?
2: I'm all good. I saw I was expecting the intro there. I was paying attention, I promise. But yeah, all good, mate. All good.
1: Sound? I'm all sound, man. All is well. It's been a... Yeah, we, we should probably address why we, where we've been these last few days. Um, we've just been working, unfortunately. I, I've started a new job. Zach's finishing up uni for the rest of the year and Jamie's just got workers in general anyway. Um, so he's usually, Jamie is like the ultra busy one, but recently we've all been fairly busy. So it's quite nice to share it around for once. But um, we're back today. Uh, we're talking about quite a lot. We've talked about the Sun, and the Millwall, and the Coventry game coming up as well. Um so I think, I suppose we should just get into this. So, um, where should we start? Should we start from yesterday?
2: Yeah, we we can we can start from yesterday. Talk about the uh, the boring, dull, painful to watch game that was uh, that was Blackpool. I thought it was a very like. It wasn't an awful performance, it was just extremely flat and lack of, you can tell the job's done and that we're safe and we're not really pushing for anything. I mean, Blackpool weren't much better, they don't look like a team who are desperate for points, they look like they'd accepted their fate yesterday. But yeah, really poor performance, few chances for us, few chances for them, sloppy goal to concede. Um yeah, just just I can't say much more other than it was terrible really. The only shining light uh, I mentioned was Job. I thought Job had a fantastic game yesterday. Thought he was very good against Millwall as well. But other than Job, it was just yeah, dire performance, dire watch. Everything about it was just terrible.
1: Yeah, played well actually, to be fair to him, considering he's still only seventeen. That's his fifth start this season, fourth. I can't remember uh, I
2: think it's only his third. I swear he started he? I think he started yesterday, started against Millwall and then started against Sunderland prior to the World Cup. Other yeah, than that, I don't yeah, think he's sure. had any starts.
1: Might be third, then yeah, sure. Um yeah, started it played really well. Also, Jordan James was in the team as well, which is nice for him to get a proper game, um, rather than just four minutes at the end. It was a bit of an underperform underwhelming game. Um I don't think anybody was really expecting otherwise, really. It's towards the end of the season, we've got nothing else to play for. And the atmosphere was a bit flat as well. I'm a bit disappointed by that. It was just, it was nothing really. There was nothing really going or no chance. I mean, the best thing about yesterday in the crowd was probably that pink donut that was being passed around. <laughs> the
2: only highlight for me, mate. Yeah, it's, it's it's been like that for weeks, months at the moment, though. St Andrews just having an incredibly flat atmosphere. I think it used to be such a scary place to come to. Now these days, it's just, yeah, I, I think hopefully we've had some good news in the last few weeks, so, and hopefully off the back of that and, Off the back of maybe a few better results on the pitch, uh, atmosphere can start to pick up a little bit.
1: We've got that to talk about as well, bloody hell. Where do we start with that? Um, I
2: know, I know. Bumper episode today.
1: (laughs) It might be quite a long one, actually. Um, I think what we should do, actually, we should just sort of refer back to other games, really. So, like, if we talk about a certain player, we could refer back to him playing against, I don't know, it's like Joe, for example, we talk about him playing against Millwall. But, you know, because that game was probably... It was the it was the best game that he's played for us so far, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, Millwall. Yeah, definitely.
2: I, I thought he was better yesterday. You know, I'm not. I I thought, I thought Job was brilliant yesterday. I thought he had his best game by far. He was, to be fair to him, he heavily contributed to the the Millwall goal. Though he he picked it up he picked it up deep, didn't he? To Millwall. be honest, he. Yeah, he picked it up in the defensive third. I know it wasn't him who got the assist or anything, but he picked it up deep and and played a nice pass. I think it was, it definitely was, Joe contributing in some way, I know that for sure, but in terms of, I I thought he was brilliant, yes, and that's not taken away from Millwall, because I thought he was good against Millwall, but he just seemed to get a bit more involved, a bit more stuck in it. It felt like we were watching a bit more of a Jude Bellingham yesterday, uh, Mm. rather than the Joe we've sort of been used to this season, because... I think I think the times he's come on certainly at the start of the season prior to the World Cup and when he started against Sunderland he didn't look great to be honest. Um, but I think recently these last two games he's been fantastic. He's been our standout player. So, but yeah, to, to be fair, he was brilliant yesterday and, and just as good against Millwall. To be fair,
1: he's still a young kid, isn't he? What do you think to so the last few games, Jamie? I completely agree. I think he's also.
0: Sorry, I think you can see that he's gaining confidence as the season's gone on them little things he did. And I think remember when we had Mike, obviously, Dodds on this podcast and he said the Mm -hmm. hardest thing that Job's going to have to deal with is realising that he's Joe Bellingham and not Jude. And I think yesterday and Millwall was that performance where he kind of went, I'm not Jude, but I can do this. I can do this. And he kind of showed his maturity at his age to knock the ball about and them little things he did. And he just looks like he's got a lease of life on the ball a little bit. He's got that freedom to run about. I think he's going to be key next season. If we can keep a hold of him, I think we build around that kind of... Without giving him that whole, this is what we did with Jude, because it's basically what we did with Jude, is build around. But we're going to have to kind of find a way to implement him. But he is, mm-hmm. I think he's a very physical player as well. a lot that he's big and he? he's very so sizey for his age.
1: Yeah. Bit of a unit. Oh, but, also, yeah, like... Go I've got to interrupt you because I've just heard my dad scream downstairs. I've just checked the score in the Newcastle It's 4-0. That's five what I was bringing.
2: 5-0. You are lying. <laughs> it's
1: 5 you are,
2: you are joking. So as, as of the time... <laughs> so as we're, we're recording we're boring, this
1: boring yeah. conversation... Yeah. 22 minutes in. ...interested in... It's fucking five nil to Newcastle, and we've had like the most boring runner games aside from the Millwall game. Really, it's just like, why can't we have a game like that? I suppose you we did last JJ. season. Actually.
2: It is twen- they are twenty-two minutes in, twenty-two oh, minutes in, and Newcastle are like currently like five nil up against Tottenham. That is. Incredible. I suppose it's we good. That for, two goals it's kind two of minutes. good news for wow. us, isn't
1: it? Because like Villa don't go further up the table if they drew today, for example. Because yeah. and they also drew today; they probably should have lost. Really, actually, that annoys me, but. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I broke up the conversation massively here. I just <laughs> heard my dad scream downstairs because obviously watching the game downstairs. I was just like, Oh, I've got to check the score. It's like fucking five nil, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, nice
0: long, shot, long yeah. and long and short of it, I think Job's great. I think I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see how the midfield looks next season. If we and I don't know it's a long shot, but if you can bring in Bielick on a perm and then you can put like Belick and Job in the in the holding roles and have like your George Hall at Cam. And then, like, a Kedra replacement or even Kedra on a permanent. Someone like that. Obviously, Chungi on the right and someone up top. I think that's a very dangerous midfield. I think yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying it, I think if you have George Hall at cam instead of, was it who started uh, Jordan James? Oh, as much as I like Jordan yeah. James. Jordan
2: James from Hannibal seem to be the white player. Yeah, players yeah.
0: And if you put, you know, like, Reader in instead of Hannibal and you've got Hall, Chung... Kadra, Juke, I think we smashed Blackpool yesterday. I think that little bit of extra pace and aggression. Mm.
2: We we've, I think we've Joe's said, so good. Uh, we've said it a few times this year, but I think our youth is so exciting right now. Joe is starting mm. to really come into his own and mm-hmm. like, start picking up the performances and playing really well. We've got George Hall, who's been a fantastic this season. We've got Jordan James. I mean, even speaking on Hannibal as well, right? I, I've seen an article recently with Man United potentially wanting to sell him this summer. So you know, we've with it's it's exciting times. I I I'm a bit more optimistic now with the likely new ownership of the club and and you know, Man United potentially wanting to sell Hannibal, all that good stuff. That we could actually keep some of these players because if we if we look back at uh, our podcast we filmed a few months ago. We're all of the mindset of we won't keep any of them, but it's been nice having them while, while we've had them. But, you know, things are things are starting to look up a little bit. We could keep maybe some of our loans and invest in the academy and uh, really, really kick on. Yeah,
0: can we uh, uh, can we quickly it. talk about Shit Houseable at Millwall, by the way? I fucking love that. In the oh, 95th wow. minute when he won that free kick and just booted the ball away and did that. I was pissing myself. Yeah. <laughs> <What a man laughs> <me. laughs>
1: He's an enemy <laughs> to the Millwall fans forever. Now he is. He's just if, a if in that.
0: If there's one ground you don't be a knobhead at, usually as a football player, it's Millwall, and he just doesn't give a shit. He just he full sends it. But... <laughs> he loves it.
1: That's That's like totally I'm signing just him. for that. Yeah, exactly, he's a mad bastard. That's what I love about him. So I feel like um, we've missed that in the last few years. I think yeah. it, it was great having that sort of player. I mean, we've always been kind of known for those players as well, like Savage and Keighten Bell and those. and Bell, yeah. Yeah, it's just like mental players, you just go crashing about the place all the time. And I feel like what was different compared to the Millwall game and the other ones was the fact that we were just, it wasn't pretty football, it wasn't the best football, but as long as we were battling hard and, you know, trying to create chances, you know, the fans is what they want and pretty much all over social media, everybody was like, yeah, it's proper Blues performance that was. And if anything Eustace can take from that game is just to play more football like that, I suppose, I believe, really.
0: You've got to play nasty. How many times have we said it on this pod, boys? We've got to sometimes be nasty bastards away mm. at teams. You've got to just shit out a goal and do your best Tony Cueless life and just literally full send it for 90 minutes. Shout out, by the way. I know he will never get a place when Austin Trusty's fit, but George Friend was fantastic as well at Millwall. He was, yeah. It was really Solid. The...
2: Very good game. He's had a very, very good game. I, thought oh, I, I think he's got
0: awesome. another year in him. But on the Maybe. bench, he could, he could be a good squad player next year. I'm, I like George Friend. I've always said, I know he made that mistake against Middlesbrough, but it was the first time he touched grass in six weeks. He was always going to be rusty. But yeah. I do genuinely think he's one of our, in terms of basic defenders, I think he's probably one of our best. You know, mm. his he's reading of the, the game, he's tackling. He? Yeah, and he can pass a ball. He can knock the mm. ball about And obviously he can score scissor kicks, is what we've recently learned as well.
2: Yeah, I like George Hall a lot. I George Friend as well. I, I thought he was brilliant against Millwall and he did make that mistake against Borough. But I think most times over the last few years when he has come in, because he's never really been a consistent starter for Blues, he had a short spell where he started a few games. But the times he does come in, I think he does an all right job. So I, I can't imagine he demands the highest of wages. So I think if we do have the uh, yeah the finances to keep holding him maybe for another year or as we've mentioned before in a coaching role, like, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that.
1: Yeah. No, it's another player in the squad as well, and we probably we needed that as well considering well considering we don't know what next season is going to be like. We'll we'll touch on the ownership in a second, but um I do just want to ask, um these last three games, have we been happy with the results we've gotten really? Should we have won against Sunderland or was that deserved or you know, were we lucky against Millwall? What was all that about in the last three games?
2: Come on, Jamie.
0: OK, um, I think, and this is going to sound really silly to say, Sunderland was very unlucky. I think conceding that goal on the stroke of half-time absolutely shattered the confidence of the boys. I'm firmly believe it would have gone for a 1-0 win there. I think it's also, I don't know, I'm going on a week previously, and there's been 180 minutes of football since, but it is fucking inexcusable to let is it Diallo score the exact hmm. same goal That he did at St. Andrews, when you knew what he was going to do, he's going to cut inside on his fucking left foot and he's going to whip it like he did at St. Andrews and we still didn't stop it. It's infuriating at times, but we also lost all attack and impotence the moment George Hall went off injured, which is a shame and it was sad. He was literally cornerstone in everything good about that game. He was picking up the ball. We were running at teams. And we just seem to lose all confidence, you know. Jobs had to walk in and try and step in and pull off that George Hall role, and that's not an easy role to play. You know, George Hall already at the age of seventeen, eighteen has centre half shitting themselves. You can see that When he picks up the ball, there's three or four players just go to him because they know that he's a problem.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think when he came off injured, it was it was always going to be hard to recreate what he did in the first yeah. half. It was a nice, it was a nicely taken goal as well. Nice build up play and everything. Um, he. I don't know whether we'll see him again this season. I, I doubt we will. I, now. It. I imagine hamstring isn't is one
0: of those. Time, yeah. I'm. I'm scared we're not going to see him again. in The bone of city shirt. If i See, me. I. I, I what, think
2: what? we will. I think we will. I don't think he'll go yet. I think he's he's too young. And and at the end of the day, he's not had a load of first team action. It's only really in the last few months that he's got consistent game time <clears throat> I'd be surprised if a club came in and offered 10-15 million and took that risk because I do think it is quite a big risk and I it's certainly think, at the moment. yeah and I certainly don't think we'd let him go for three, four, five. I mean I might be wrong I think Leeds wanted him for about 15 million didn't they so it just shows what a fantastic oh, player we've got on our hands um, so yeah I, I agree I thought Sunderland was quite unlucky I thought Millwall was thoroughly deserved I think that's like you said Tommy a typical Blues performance just grafted held up for the point Um, And yesterday, I think a draw would have been a fair result, but we didn't really deserve that because I think both teams were just equally as shit as each other. So yeah, it was just, it's one of those yesterday, really, really poor goals to concede. Um, And uh, yeah, so I I think the points we picked up from the last uh, three games are probably about right, to be fair. Three points, maybe
0: four. Mm. How Birmingham City was this week, though, lads? You win at fifth of the fifth in the league away from them, fucking bottle it to, you know, like any fan would have gone expected. If you had told me we're going to win a game one nil and we're going to lose a game one nil this week, everyone would have said we're going to lose to Millwall. Then that's fine, and we'll beat Blackpool. That's okay, but yeah. we've done the complete opposite. Just
2: blues for him through, it? it's just. Although I have to say. Blackpool winning yet? Not that I wanted Blackpool to win, of course. I'm a Blues fan, but it does make the 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 championship, the bottom part of the championship, really exciting now. Because I have Blackpool and Wigan dead and buried. They both won yesterday, and I think Wigan are pretty much still dead and buried, and probably Blackpool as well, because uh, I think the teams above them have a game in hand. But it does yeah, that those two winning yesterday have made things very exciting. QPR winning uh, away at Burnley as well was just incredible. And this is why, right, i got a bit of stuff for saying I'm not comfortable until we're mathematically safe. And this is the exact reason why. Teams at the end of the season pick up points. It just happens. Teams who are up there fighting for playoffs, whatever will obviously want wins, but teams who have nothing to play for will sit off, they'll drop off, jobs done, like we've been doing, like Stoke's been doing, like Swansea's, those sort of teams. And the teams at the bottom have it all to play for, give it everything, and they pick up results. So that is why I'm never happy until we're mathematically safe, because it happens every season. The teams down there pick up results and, and things get exciting. But isn't, isn't it nice that we're not involved with that and we can just yeah. sit back and, and watch and enjoy?
0: I mean, I'm more hopeful that Sheffield United have it all wrapped up going into the final game of the season so they don't give a shit and we actually just have a go. I'd (laughs) like I really want to end on more than I don't want to lose these last two games. I want to end on more than fifty three points so we can at least get that off the back and go right
1: host for a while now. Thing is though, I think we'll have a better chance of having a more entertaining game if they're not still promoted, because they will want to be going for it and there'll be a lot of back and forth. It won't be like 90 minutes of them just having the ball which you'll probably be like if they are already promoted Cobb's gonna be
0: interesting because they're playoffs yeah i'm hoping that would be an
1: enjoyable game yeah yeah it
2: should be a good game we've been given a big allocation it's a little bit of a rivalry i guess and we just want to ruin the the party don't we really so and a little
1: bit of a robbery as well with the fucking prices they valued it i know cheeky bastards we give
0: we give we give them Saint Andrews for a year as well, the wankers, yeah. and they still fucking charge us and out. They're not piss off, man. Go lose your Look, ground I, again. You I, I said,
2: I said this to my dad. Yeah. We've sold out, so clearly, like from a business point of view, supply and demand. Like you know, people are willing to. I, I pay. People are willing to pay it. So at the end of the day, you could argue well, people are paying it, and at the end of the day, they're business. Yeah. Up, so,
0: the um, only good thing about their ground is the casino underneath it, man. They can piss off. <laughs> sorry, it's extortionate. I'm sorry, but when I read thirty three pounds for a ticket, I was like, You joking yeah, man. Yeah. are but you joking? Paid me? It,
2: though, Jamie, this is if it, if it if it if it got into the forties, end no way I would have paid it. Like I would have been like that's taking the piss, and that's probably some of the most expensive away tickets in the whole of the football league to watch blues commentary. But now nah, I've four and a half thousand people paid it. So although it is expensive, supply and demand, you know, people are willing to do it, so they've probably priced <laughs> it right
0: it's the closest thing to a derby we've got left, isn't it? It's laughs away game of the season. They know everyone's going to want to have party time there. It's going to be a laugh. I really hope we just tramp them 3-0 at their ground and I hope we just laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah, me too, <laughs> Laugh all the way down the casino. <laughs> no, like, honestly, I hope we shit out some down to seven players and they just don't, don't get back.
1: Yeah, it's still very tight, nice, isn't it? Sunderland beat the Albion today. That's put a massive dent in them being finished yeah. in the playoffs places. Um, Coventry are fifth. Uh, we've got to play the next Sheffield United still could potentially drop into the playoffs if all things it's go tight. horribly. Um, it's it's tough. It's going to be an interesting end to the season for those teams. Um, whether we can make an enjoyable game out of it, however, I'm not too sure. I mean, like I was expecting yesterday to be good. You know, it was like a big game that Blackpool desperately needed to win. I was thinking it's going to be sunny. It's going to be enjoyable to watch. It's going to be a good game of football um it just wasn't though that's really unfortunate and that's why i was i'm a bit i don't know pessimistic about next week against coventry now i'm thinking what's that going to be like is it going to be the same because if it is then i mean what else am i paying for really just watching a couple of blokes kick the ball around on the pitch for 90 minutes it's like come on fucking somebody just put a massive tackle in like Hannibal or something yeah, like things that exciting. just start Hannibal for no reason yeah
0: just start, just, Hannibal. Just literally go, listen, lad. You're probably not going to be playing for us next season. Just shit out someone. What? Just yeah, just
1: go man. through someone, man. Just yeah, yeah. do There's it. There's a lot of money that these fans have had to pay today. And we've got yeah. bugger all to play for. Go and fucking do something. I, I reckon, just yeah. make the game exciting.
2: Just, just start a fan. Just for just entertainment have a scrap purposes. It. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Have a... just like, do a magic trick or something just make make things excited <laughs> do you know what i mean now but yesterday yesterday was so, like, I, I, like i said i don't think i've yawned so many times because normally by three o'clock i'm pretty awake but i don't think i've yawned so many times for, it, for, a, for a blues i was yawning my life, so. <laughs> i was oh. yawning
1: quite a lot because i had a few to drink before i went to the game so i was a bit pissed already so it was like oh, oh, yeah i'm trying was, to keep awake
2: oh mate it was painful but there you go they happen every now and then it's uh
0: it is what it is. At least yeah. we're safe. At least, we, at least we played shit when we're safe. I don't. Yeah. No. All right. All right. We lost one nil. That's fine. But I'm still from what I've read and saw. Like we had some good chances. It was just one of them shite where we just gave up after about an hour of trying and just went Ugh, And then the shit. Is, that was yeah, goal after I mean, all.
2: I think when you when you play when the game's flat and you play flat, like I think you're so much more prone to mistakes, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened yesterday. Kevin Long nearly made the exact same mistake again with like five minutes left and I was thinking, you know what, we deserve this because if we're just going to accept, oh, we're fine now and we're just going to play flat and not go for it and not put in the effort, then we deserve to lose those games. But I want Eustace to wake us up for the final two games, really get us going, really get us motivated because... Two games left, you know, then they got a few weeks off, go on holiday, do whatever. But just put in in a shift for these last two games because you always want to end the season on a high. I just want us to finish above 17th just to show that little bit of progress because, like I've said, we've been stagnant for years. So let's just get a few results now, hopefully finish 16th, 15th, maybe even 14th, who knows, um, and just, yeah, have a good end to the season.
1: Where is the highest we can finish now? Is I don't like- know. 59, I, there's 59 points gap. is now where we can.
2: Yeah, didn't. it's Swansea who have it, who's got a bit of a gap uh, from where we are, isn't it? So, yeah, looking at the tables. They, uh, they slapped Norwich, didn't they? So, hmm. Bristol City 56, Hull 56, and then us and Stoke on 53. So, we can, and then Watford in 13th on 59. So, I mean, technically, we can finish 13th, that won't happen. So we're looking at 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th, really. QPR on 47. They won't overtake us now. Um, so, yeah, we can finish 17th, 16th, 15th, or 14th. Let's make it 15th or 14th. Let, let's make sure it's
1: I 14th? I want to finish for we fucking can. Yeah,
2: I know, I know. Just one of those two. Just something that's shown a little bit of progress, a little bit of development. And then
0: I'm just happy. It. I'll be happy with 54 points at this point. I Just a point over what we've had for a long time. That's at least some progress to how it's been going. I know that's pessimistic, but anything, anything say- that isn't 53 fucking points...
1: Can I also say it's not the highest points tally we've been on since we since Barrett was left or whatever it was we technically finished on 61 with Gary Monk had we not had the nine points deduction because we won those points we just had them taken off us that's all so it's not the same points tally or better than the points tally had we finished above 61 then that would have gotten us our highest points tally since then which yeah it's just how it is really but In reality, it's been better than we expected this season, so um, that's okay, but uh, we'll move on to the ownership talk now just after a word from our sponsors. This video is sponsored by The Modern Milkman. Join the milk round and get a wide variety of fresh milk, groceries and household products delivered straight to your door in reusable containers and recyclable packaging. By signing up using the link in the description, you'll receive £15 off your first three weeks. you'll also be directly supporting the channel so click the link in the description to sign up now now back to the video right let's talk about the ownership and the new stadium potential changeover i'm not sure what to call that um uh, who wants to start us off with this
2: oh i'm happy to do it i think it's fantastic news stuff's finally moving in the right direction for blues um so remind me, I, I've forgotten the name of the bloke. Obviously, Jeremy Dale was is rumoured to be like with this. Mm. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, Tom Wagner, Wagner is his name. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. So an American businessman, isn't he? So, um, I, I think it's fantastic news. We've had the club obviously confirm that BSH are looking to sell, which is new, brilliant news as it is. Now we're getting names of people who are looking to be involved, which I think is equally as fantastic. Um, it's just it's so so nice for once just to feel like the club's moving in the right direction and in terms of um obviously there was a there's talk of a, a new stadium isn't there which um, to be honest now is not the right time um, I feel now is most definitely not the right time for a new stadium actually I think sort the things out on the pitch first get us progressing because it just doesn't feel right for a club that are Always near the bottom of the championship and near relegation to then build a new ground. I think you want to prog- like Luton are doing. You want to progress. You want to work your way up the football league, um, really improve things on the pitch. Then start thinking about new infrastructure, changing things, whatever. Because and it's not as if right. It's not as if Saint Andrews sells out each week. So it's not. We've not got a capacity issue where or that you know we don't have enough you know supply for what the demand is. You know we're not selling out. So. Now's not the right time for a new ground. Personally, I don't think. I think I'd much rather that money be invested in in new players and the academy system and all that good stuff. Sort the problems out on the pitch first, then invest uh, in in the stadium and everything. But Mm. overall, it is fantastic news. It's nice to see owners with some ambition, even small statements like that of a new stadium proposal are great because it just shows they really want to push this club and move this club forward. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We obviously don't know the full ins and outs of it. But on the surface, it seems like great news.
1: Yeah, you're right as well. It's not the top priority at the moment. It is on the pitch, and it has to, and it it's needed to have been for a long time as well. And perhaps it hasn't been in the under the reign of BSHL. Perhaps they've always been thinking big. But um, Jamie, I mean, like, is this? I mean, first of all, I mean, this is only rumors as well, though. It's not fully concrete yet, and we haven't got all the inside of it yet. But like, does it sound legit to you?
0: Yeah, I think the fact that Birmingham City even released a statement around. You know, there's someone actually after the club. That was the biggest thing for me is where I went, OK, if they're actually announcing that someone's looking at the club, that's pretty much now public knowledge. Like, In terms of the stadium, completely agree with Zach. Also, why the fuck would we look at buying a new stadium when we're mid-developing our stadium anyway? It's just a point that we might as well have just pissed over a million up the wall, them trying to fix the stadium we've currently got the only thing no that sense.
1: Argument, it, it well it doesn't know you're right but i think one of the arguments for that is now that there's new investors they don't have to fix that stadium because it's going to be demolished anyway that's from, what was it housing was it going to be yeah i think that's I think, what it said yeah. in the article so they wouldn't spend that money on the lower tiers they'd build a new stadium and also as well that they only have been they've been redeveloping the stadium because they didn't know that these investors were going to come in and perhaps build a new stadium as well so i suppose that's the counter argument so that's but i think you're right in that way though in terms of the fact that we've already got a stadium yes. so why build a new one we just need to redevelop this one and then it's, it's a big risk as well buying a new yeah. stadium as well because if things go wrong with that we're actually building the stadium then well we've, let's we've not got a stadium yeah, i know that's mean... what i was just gonna say like
0: where we're gonna play then what we're gonna take one stadium down now a... there is no way on god's green earth i'm using the fucking rico No, they can piss (laughs) off. Right, not a chance, because they are charging them arseholes 80 pounds for the fucking away fixture if we do. They can kiss the whole my butt. Like, ain't happening. I'm done with (laughs) cov. Like... Also, so... Selfishly.
1: Focus podcast with deeply thorough conversations. <laughs>
0: Selfishly, I live 10 minutes from St Andrews, so I'm going to be human if we change stadiums. I literally um, live a 10 minute walk.
2: But let's say, right, let's say, and you, how would you feel about leaving St Andrews as you know, the stadium we've all, all been to over the years, and you know, it's a second home and everything. How, how would that feel? Because for me, that I like, I get it. it. Yeah, of course, like it'd be great to have a, a new stadium, and I do think it shows that the club's progressing and moving forward. But St Andrews is a place we've only ever known football being played at. So how would how would you guys feel?
0: It's sad, isn't it? Like there's a lot of, especially you know we've all been going for a long, long time now. Like there's so many them moments in that stadium that you feel them little things. Do you know I mean like watching Craig Gardner banging the goal against West Ham to get us into the fold? Like little moments like that where you sat in St Andrews and you're going crazy with your lot and your friends. Like, their memories are going to be sad because you're going kind of like, uh you know like the premier be, league days good. in there yeah like you know the, the little shouts moments that you have in there the laughs you know the europa league run like there's little things in there in recent history where we've gone that's some fucking good nights there like mm. some good times in here mm. like but it's, it's one of them sad. unfortunately
1: gone it's also incredibly sad to think that we might say goodbye to Saint andrews when it's half shut mm. yeah
0: that's another it's yeah like You know, we know, yeah, last few years, like Jude, like we brought Jude back to say goodbye because he didn't get a chance, like little things like that. We always, as a football club, seem to just leave stuff half done at the best of times. We don't have a proper send off of stuff, but listen, it's one of them. Unfortunately, we live in a world where everything is just progression now. And if the next stage progression is a new stadium for St Andrews, unfortunately, so be it. I would be very happy to know, though, that we're getting a new stadium who are not under BSHL. Yeah. That's, that's something that point. gives me some positivity. Yeah. Uh for the love of God, keep it at St. Andrews though. Don't be giving it no American name, man. None of this. New, don't be like no, New England no football, football club or something. No None ball, of this. Yeah. No, We're
1: all uh, tradition keep the
2: traditional values of a football yeah. ground and and you don't Americanize it and don't have half time <laughs> shows and all that bollocks. So just keep Cheerly. you know, yeah, I know, but yeah, it would be it'd be devastating cuz it's all mm. we've ever known and I'd probably rather them just if like I said now is not the right time. Um I'd probably rather deep down than just extend St Andrews, extend the, you know, make the stands bigger whatever. I don't I, it's 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 such a tricky one. It's 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 all nice having a new stadium, but St Andrews is, is our second home, isn't it? So it's 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 a it's a tricky one. But I one thing I am adamant about is now is most definitely not the right time. And even even if in the next, I I do not want a new ground until we're progressing on the pitch as a club. If we're if we're in this position next season, when we're right at the bottom of the championship, and you know the ground's still half empty yet. We're talking about building a new stadium with a 40,000, 35, 40,000 capacity, you know, when we can hardly sell out the 20,000 we're allocated at the moment. You know, it's it's not now is not the right time. Let's work our way up the championship, potentially a playoff place, Premier League one day, who knows. But now is not the right time for a new ground. Invest in the players, invest in what we've got at the moment, uh, and then think about it for the future. Yeah,
1: and yeah,
0: also, that. much as a lot of us have said already, Getting fucking stone that he's actually taking us over as well. Then we've got all this hope, and we're probably about seventy-five percent certain it's going to happen. But until I see an official, he is now ownership of the club. He yeah. is now has shares in the club. I'm also always going to be a bit. I've had my heart broken too many times by this BSHL bullshit. Now I can't keep doing it. You know, not only with Birmingham fans, we also support England as well. That's painful enough. We used to disappointment at the best of times. So I just want an actual certified. This is happening. Here's yeah. what's going on. Fantastic, but
1: yeah, I am um, it, it's it's yeah. great though that BSHL are finally well, they definitely are going to leave eventually because they've made it clear that they want to for the last few times now. Um, so I would, I'm happy about that. The only thing I'm a little bit concerned about is, are these people legit really? And I'm looking at these sort of things, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't, and again, I'm not, I'm not a proper, I I've never studied law or I've not studied. Whatever it is, business or is, but I don't know what a hedge fund is. That's why I'm not sure about that. No, I need to sort. Of, sure. I need to sort of know what I'm getting into. And these people, yeah. obviously, they are going to own the club. I need to know, but it pretty much, do they have the money that they have? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that these people don't have nine billion pounds to spend. If
2: if you want an in-depth analysis of the ownership and the structure and the thoughts of people in the know, this yeah, we're is not, not the like, right podcast. Yeah, we, are we are not we are, those. We people. are just fans making our informed opinions on how how, how it seems. If if you want. Just wait for Dan's articles. Yeah, just. I do
0: not. <laughs> Got to Dan. <laughs>
2: I do not trust anything or <coughs> care about anything or believe anything until Dan's releases Oscar. Once that's yeah. out, I'll. You marry
0: him then. Uh, when, yeah, it com- yeah. when it comes when it comes to Birmingham City, he is the oracle though, isn't he? he? Is like the man. He,
2: is the man. he could there, he could
0: convince me the sky is red and I'd I'd fully believe yeah. him and firm it at the minute. I just like <laughs> yeah, I sound cool. Sky's red then.
2: Yeah, yeah. But we are we are we are just speaking from a fan's point of view as this what this seems. If you want in depth stuff, that's.
0: Mm. Find it what well, is dan basically like the birmingham city fabrizio where if you tweet he somebody, it's gospel it's yeah. happened it's done yeah, Dem- yeah he, is. <laughs> he is
2: the birmingham city fabrizio there but we
0: go. it's one of them listen we have to trust in the wonderful efl and hope that their good and proper test is perfect because they've never they've never let us down with that before
2: no oh no
1: they've, uh, they've no always can't... been so fair and so obvious with oh us. yeah really we love transpired. the efl we love yeah. the efl
0: they're really nice. I love the EFL. They're really nice people, actually, and they've never let us down at all. Like,
2: I'm going to get up the EFL going, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little shank going. There we go. I think, though,
1: EFL. one thing that I think people should consider is the fact that I, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure how to word this, but I think for the fans who want to stay at St. Andrews and are completely objected, objecting to the fact that we are going to move, I think you've got to understand that sometimes you sometimes you don't really know what you want until you get it. And then yeah. kind of sort of, I, I use the example of Lukas Djukovic, for example, like who'd have thought when we bought him in 2016, 2017, whenever it was, it, that he turned turn out to be one of our high, highest goal scorers, one of our most important goal scorers in the last few years, and arguably a cl- club legend as well. So, And he, we, he is we a club legend, for, we bought him for a million as well. So like, I mean, like we didn't know that when we bought him, people yeah. didn't even know how to pronounce his name so like now we still just don't like, duke, isn't it, <laughs> what if it was just you shout juke like, can you spell Luke?
2: duke bitch, out of interest
1: oh
0: pfft. yeah i on, give me give me a minute um it is J <laughs> U <you> t- <laughs> uh, well,
2: no i I've, I've written his name a few times so i've mastered it now it's like my little party trick i can spell duke duke no it's that's then it. it
1: yeah okay, give I me I 10 beers <laughs> <do it. laughs> hey ladies
0: it's one of, look what i can spell <laughs> it's one of them he is he oh, i love yukovic and i really hope like we get another year or so out of him because he is you know gotovic it's his name to me because yeah. he is he's he's just what a guy what a guy man like he's just when times are tough you can rely on a Duke, can't you when times yeah. are tough you can just go juke just go he had a knock he had a knock apparently. He was unsure if he was oh, going to no. start and he still performed 90 minutes, didn't he? Like the man just doesn't care. He's an absolute battering ram.
2: Here, what? <laughs> hero, hero, any hero? One so, thing I do want to ask, and it's it's sort of me, me and my dad was speaking about yesterday. We had quite a good debate and everything, but moving away from the ownership, I think we've covered most stuff there, haven't we? Pretty much. But, yeah. um, in terms of your top three players of the season, who would they be? So for me, I said that Djokovic and Trusty are my two. Guaranteed, like they are my two shoo-ins yeah. Outside of that, I think it could go to anyone. I'm really unsure on the third one. I mean, if, what? What if are the your words
0: of Manuel Longello leave your mouth? No, no, I'm going to no, drive no, to your no,
1: house no. right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was looking like no. if he says,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I won't say long. Away, see but... <laughs> you appear that screen Duke, of, uh, just like... <laughs> Duke and Trusty are my two guarantees. Ready? I yeah. mentioned Ruddy. I mentioned Ruddy, but I'd argue that... John Ruddy's say, kept I,
0: us in so many
1: games this year, though.
2: True. Yeah. Yeah. I'd argue
1: it's those very trusty Duke and Ruddy. I don't think we'd be very successful, to be honest, if we didn't have them on the team. Not someone this year,
2: like... But... Not someone like... Who else has been... Oh, Kevin Long, I know more. apart
0: from yesterday, Kevin Long's had a phenomenal kind of last 15 games, I'd say. Zach's just lost his head. <laughs> oh, I just he think gone? Kevin Long... Yeah, I think Kevin Long's done really well. I no, obviously he had a ropey start, but I think ever since that, I think he has. I think he's been one of the solid cornerstones in this team. I think Mark Roberts as well, with the last couple of games, apart from yesterday, he didn't actually make the mistake. But I think Roberts has done well. I think I think the team's had a good... Bielik? Let's be honest with Bielik's on be point. Hannibal. Hannibal, I think Hannibal is very hot and cold, though, like, in terms of his effort, though, he's always there but I think he struggles mm. to get into some games sometimes. I think if the ref isn't having any of his nonsense where he's just falling to the floor, I think it's a long day at the office for Hannibal at the minute. Yeah, no,
2: I agree. I'd probably agree with Ruddy then as the third choice. I think he made some good arguments. there. Yeah, uh, we'll go with John I just wanted to bring that up because I was really Man, struggling for been... my third option. I think Djukovic and Trusty would be my top two. Mm. Couldn't order them. And then, uh, yeah, Ruddy third. Yeah, I it's mean interesting, oh,
1: is, isn't it seeing who wins the um, player of the season award at the um, awards night I have tried to get you tickets alright so I'm really trying I've just not got any responses back from anything yet don't um, worry about it it's, mean, a lot, it's, it's a lot
0: it's a lot of money I had to pay 250 quid for my car last month did now know I had to fix that bugger so and I've had to pay an extra 120 quid this month because I used me pissing phone in Turkey and he mugged me off really yeah you, yeah
2: 120 quid yeah, you yeah. use
0: your yeah, yeah. So he, he decided not to tell me that for every 500 mega data I used abroad, it charged no. me £6. And obviously oh, that last day right. when I was shopping, I had to face my mum for like half an hour. I didn't to be like, do you want this? No. So then but my phone bill came. I looked and I was like, what the fuck? I nearly fainted. I was like, Oh, No.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: my day. I would be seething.
1: I wasn't Jeez. impressed.
2: Man. I'd be throwing hands.
1: Justice I'd for be. Jamie Lawler. <laughs> just, just, crazy. yeah. Go fucking Lincoln. He your shit out. I, like, how much is that? <laughs> yeah, that is mad. That is
2: mental. Uh,
0: Human. But yeah, uh, so on that note, if you can get tickets, Tommy, that'd be great. But uh, I will just let me know. um
1: try. It's one of them. Uh, you might I would be sat on the same table as us, so you might just be sat amongst everybody else, just like, all right.
0: Hold on, mate. I would also like to be able to next season have a goal scorer that can score more than 10 goals. And then just fall off the face of Earth itself.
1: Yeah, I wonder who you might be referring to there. Oh. I
0: mean, he's, he's injured. Any, he? in all fairness, I'm, I, I slated him, but even Eustace came out and said he has had an injury, and he still got the injury. I do think he just needs a summer rest because we we did see the best of Scott Hogan in the first twenty games this season. Let's be honest, he was an absolute nightmare to play against. He was hounding defenses down. I think wouldn't you if you give Scott that bit of rest and let him have that summer to work through his injuries and get his fitness back, I think he might be all right again. Mm-hmm. But I think we, it showed this season showed that we need some depth because at the time when Scott clearly needed a fucking rest, we couldn't afford to drop him.
2: Mm, I think the thing that frustrates me with Hogan, when, when he's on it, he's really on it. And when he's off it, he is horrifically off it. And this is the thing, he's... It's not as if he'll put an 8 out of 10 followed by a 2 out of 10 followed by two eight out of 10 followed by two 3 out of 10s. It's all it fours. Is, it is three months of 8 out of 10s followed by three months of 2 out of 10s. Yeah. I like Hogan. When he's on it, I think he's a fantastic striker and I thought he started the season superbly and he's been a fantastic servant for us. I think given his inconsistencies and giving his high wages... I wouldn't necessarily be too opposed to seeing him going in the summer. I don't think he will. I think he'll be around. I'm sure he'll be around next season. Um, I just think hes he is a good striker. He gets the goals when he's on it. But when he's off it, he really, really struggles and can be quite detrimental in terms of, I think anyone will be better use at times when Hogan's up front. And that's not me being harsh. He just doesn't put in the effort, I feel. A lot of the time we'll see him walking around and... Just want a little bit more from him so it's a tricky one i when hogan's on it he's superb we love him to bits what a striker free <laughs> world cup best man in birmingham but recently he's really been struggling i know he's had a few injuries but
1: i'm so sorry Zach. <laughs> just look at them <laughs> me and jamie locked eyes perfectly when you said superb then <laughs> yeah. you know what
2: i haven't heard that much recently I know, and that's yeah. why it
0: filled me with joy, because I love it. <laughs> I'll bring i it back. I think the only thing is, is I wouldn't like to lose Scott. I know he irritates us all, but the thing is with Hogan as well is, at the minute, we're unsure if Troy's staying. We're unsure about Yuke's future right now. Obviously, we want to keep Uke, but he's also 34, 35.
1: 34, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, you know, yeah, and then if you, talk, if you talk in the... I know all our strikes are over 30, technically, but... You can't have an unsure future with no senior striker lad. Otherwise, yeah, I...
2: I agree because the thing is, yeah, no, I I do completely agree with that. If we are to keep Hogan, I think look, all strikers have rocky periods, rocky patches yeah. where they'll go three, four games without a goal. The problem with Hogan is they will go ten, eleven, it's twenty. Yeah, it. it's just it's that's it's just a bit the the inconsistencies and the bad patches and the bad spells and the the, the bad. You know, runs of form last a bit too long with Hogan. That's his problem. Mm. So, if we are to keep him, which I'm, as I said, I'm sure we will, and he is one of the only senior strikers, uh, strikers at the club potentially next season, and he's just got to work on being a little bit more consistent because when Hogan, when Hogan's on it, he is superb. So
0: yeah, we'll, uh, he is, I, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like, I feel like shit, man. I just want Leco back as well. You know mean I mean? I'm... <laughs> You know, we should never go in a LECO. Like he's done it. He's actually oh, what the hell is that?
2: Oh, is that the emergency thing?
1: Oh, it is.
2: I want to put my phone on. I'm excited. Think about it. It's
1: not even three o'clock. It's fucking one minute to three. The oh,
0: fuck, man! that's on my phone's, Dad. This is a test. An emergency services. A new UK government service that will warn you when life-threatening emergency nearby.
1: Well, that's an interesting bit of the podcast. right my whole
0: house it. is going ballistic out right? so, and can everyone go it's not even oh, three o'clock though
1: it's
0: i want to see it come through, through. i want to turn it off i don't care i would right oh yeah creepy. it is how creepy. Imagine emergency how creepy alert service alert turn it, them off thank you
2: that is a creepy like that mm. is a creepy like sound and notification imagine receiving that and you're like nuclear Shoot war. Myself? take shelter like, I'm just surprised
1: oh. though it, it, it went off one minute to three. Why didn't it go off actually?
0: Have yours gone off?
1: No, no. Mine I'm off.
2: waiting now because I'm scared. Oh, God
0: I'm, I'm that wonderful, though. Um, UK government, can you fuck off and leave my phone alone for fuck's <laughs> sake? Fucking ping me through bullshit. I don't care. Uh, I don't know, like, natural disaster is going to hit me. Like, I'm all right. I'm okay, you don't both, worry.
2: You've both just jinxed World War Three. Well, well, I'm
0: done.
2: getting
1: called up. It's fine, isn't it? Like.
2: <laughs> I haven't had the notification.
1: See, Zach will be, Zach will be like a journalist when was just running around all the war zones. He's like journalist, I'm a journalist. Oh, me and Jamie are on the front line, half. And we're gunning people down.
2: No harm. Thoughts on blues?
1: <laughs> oh god. Uh, that wasn't. Uh, anyway, that now was you'll fun. be
2: joining me, Tommy, because you're doing sports journalism next year. So
1: sports journalism, exactly. We, yeah. both, we
2: both run around with our cameras and our mics, and we'll just be asking people a bunch.
1: Of... That's probably quite. See, I do respect. like um. I do a Ben Foster and just do like a, a GoPro on the front line. It's like, hello guys, how is it all going? Yeah, Look at me yeah. on the front line. Out here yeah. on the front line. What <laughs> a like, man, you know...
2: going to have some Breco <laughs> and then we'll be uh... a...
1: <laughs> you know, like he does his thumbnails as well, but he's just got like his hand out like that. He's like a bullet just like, shot past him at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> shrapnel blown across his head. <laughs> People blown to smithereens on the front line.
2: Best no-scope you'll see all day.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, let's do some scores real quick, um, and then we'll wrap this one up. Um, one 0 blues, shit out awesome. mm.
2: Fair enough. If that's if we win one 0 no, I'd be buzzing. I think I think we'll struggle. Mm. I think Coventry are very much fighting to maintain their playoff place. I think they're going to want it. I I think it's going to be very 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 tough. Um, we might get a draw. I, I may. Mm, I might go like a one one or something. I, I tell think, you what just I've to said make a lot of draws at the moment I've said a lot of draws but I'm I think uh deep down I do think Cobb will get the win but mm, I'm quite negative when it comes to our results so I'm going to go with a, a with a one one
1: okay I'll just to make this interesting because I genuinely I'm not I can't think of a result I'm just going to bring up a random number generator from <laughs> one to ten I feel like you've given up this podcast, Tommy. I have. As soon as that (laughs) alarm went off, my brain's just been frazzled. Yeah, Um, it's it's
0: blown my head a bit. I'm uh... not.
1: I'm gonna go. So generate for the first. uh, This is gonna be Coventry score. So Coventry four blues seven there we go so there we go, go. Four, Stephen please <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine the game right. of the season Just imagine for a second game. if you've
2: got the correct score at seven four i'd love You'd to have
1: would be five nil like, up at halftime that is
2: true if someone said five nil up in 22 minutes that's yeah mental but uh could you also show my current setup on the screen as well yes as well i did, as did as forget about my, that yeah that was um, my, uh yeah we'll flash on. a
1: picture up now a bit of this it. it's um it's a genius. It's only, only the
2: highest of tech at, at, here at Blues Focus.
1: This is Zach's setup, for those that are interested. He's got <laughs> a Incredible. couple of mini-egg, a couple of Easter Incredible. egg boxes. Incredible. One still with the box with the egg in the box as well. They've both pointing. still
2: got the egg in the box. So yeah. I, uh, I need to eat them, but yeah. That's I didn't sad. even get
0: an Easter egg over Easter for fuck's sake. This was <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> we had four in the house with me mum at them. And then went, you're getting a bit old for Easter eggs. Oh, yeah, I ain't got Apparently my re- my retort of you're seventy next month didn't go down well while was I hang on like
1: <laughs> Wow We included god. this in the episode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't care, what you gonna do? Bring it Sal. Fight me. I mean I'd lose, but we
2: move. <laughs> oh god, just end this podcast. <laughs> my oh, god. god
1: this episode is just shite, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, right. no, to Thank- be fair, the first, the first 45
2: minutes was fine. This last five minutes has taken a, a Which just sums hit. the blues up
0: perfectly, not it, it? it? was fine until eight minutes ago when my phone decided to shit itself.
1: <laughs> and you shit yourself as well, to be honest.
0: I did. I
1: did. <laughs> I'm anyway, I on, on that note, <laughs> on, you want your mum who's about to beat you <laughs> up as well. <laughs> <say>. <laughs> um... This has been the Blues Focus podcast. Um, we shall be recording the next podcast according to Zach in a Bunker. Um, so that will be interesting. Although technically speaking, uh, we are planning on doing an end-of-season pod uh, in the studio again. Um, on the, We're recording it on Tuesday the 9th. Um, so that might be the next podcast. It will definitely be the last podcast of the season. Whether it's the next podcast, I'm not too sure. Because like i said at the start we're very busy at the moment so we'll just see how it goes but um yeah in the meantime be sure to like and subscribe and listen to us on spotify apple music apple podcasts sorry uh google podcasts all through the sports social network you can also follow us through the social media links on the screen as well thank you jamie and zach for joining me again guys it's been really good having you on uh getting your uh insights in on the blows as usual <laughs> even though jamie's is as uh, <laughs> thorough shit, as, as- shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to pay 30 fucking quid for a Thank game. Though.
0: I don't. Like, it's bullshit, Well, Don't get me started on this again. Cov can fuck off. Right? Like, you can have this bit in at the end. I don't care. Cov, piss off. Like, we borrowed you, St. Andrews, because you were in the fucking bin, and you have the audacity to charge us 30 quid for a ticket. Do one, man. Do one. Lose your ground again. All right, Thanks for And keep right on. Keep, keep right around, on, guys.